What's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening to Cogitations. Sorry, I was trying to do some last-minute things to get some links in the chat before we started. You're listening to Cogitations. Cogitations is the podcast where we think about things, we contemplate them, we turn them over in our minds, and then we discuss them. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28, Daniel writes, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me. My countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter to my heart. We're not going to keep the matter in our heart. We're going to talk about it. And today we're going to talk about small beginnings and large destinations. This is one of my favorite topics to speak of. You know, a lot of times people will call me and they'll ask me about advice about podcasting and live streaming and stuff like that. And I don't feel like I have a large enough platform that I need to be given any advice. There are people out there that are doing it to a much larger scale than I. But I think over the years, people, I've, I've put enough of me learning online that I think people kind of see, well, look, you know, I remember from where you started and I see where you've ended up. So you've garnered some things along your journey that you might be able to help us out with. And you know what? I can. If you're interested in starting a podcast or starting a live stream show like this one, uh, I can help you save a lot of time and money. A lot of things that I learned by trial and error, a lot of equipment that I bought that that I was convinced in the moment that I needed that I didn't really need, um, I can help you in that way. But other than that, there's not a whole lot else. I can just, really, I can help you get started. But if you think about it, if you're able to help somebody get started, well, that's, once you get started, all you like is finishing up. Getting started is probably the biggest hurdle to overcome as far as accomplishing your goals. You know, if I'm on, a, if I'm on the East Coast and I have to walk all the way to the West Coast, what, what's, what's the first thing without, contra, without incontrovertibly, what's the first thing I have to do? And if I don't do this thing, I'll never make my journey. I got to make one step West. Like you just have to start. And that's the idea for the show today. So good morning, everyone. Um, good morning, Tony and all. Uh, how's it going? It's going fine for me. Uh, looks like that's Missy Malone. Good to see you. That's right, John Exum, one step at a time. Uh, if you, Yeah, you're invited to a barbecue, and they barbecued an elephant. And you've got to finish it before you leave. How do you do it? One bite at a time. That's how you eat an elephant. Um Reginald Perry, good morning to you again, Terry Crooks, and uh, of course John Exum. I don't, I think I got everybody. I want to explain about these two links that I put in the in the chat. The one link is to the article uh, that I wrote about small beginnings. The title is "Embracing Small Beginnings: A Biblical Perspective on Starting Your Journey." I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at this article a lot for the podcast. Mainly what I put it up there for was to promote the Substack and to let you know that a lot of times with the content that I put out daily, there's also a, a corresponding article a lot of times, not all the time. And incidentally, I try my best with every one of these articles on Substack to do an actual studio quality narration, like an audiobook narration, and upload that on Substack so people can it's usually six minutes or less and you can listen to the narration of the article 
one of these days, I'm going to be able to uh, get set up with uh, uh, an artificial intelligence voiceover program. I've been looking at that in the past, and uh, I just can't find anything that I feel like is consistent enough. But with it, with the technology advancing as fast as it is, it won't be long where I can just take my articles and I can feed them into the AI, and it'll spit out a good narration for me. Now, I will say this. I do enjoy narrating. I do enjoy the, the hobby of learning this craft of voiceover and stuff like that. So if you know anybody that needs any work done like that, well, that's quite frankly, I, I would be open to talking to them about how much it would cost them to do their voiceover work for a commercial or a promo or something like that. Anyway. Oh, great. Thank you. The Substack articles are great uh, or outstanding. I highly recommend them. Thank you so much, Diana Harden. I appreciate that uh, encouragement there. Now, let's talk about the day of small things. First off, let me get my caption up here. I want to uh, I want to let you know that we do have a tip jar. You can, you can send us money near churches at gmail.com, and some of you do. Now, the reason that I don't highlight the people that send me money through the near churches at gmail.com or through Patreon is because of a protection of anonymity, just quite frankly. Um, so if anyway, we, we probably won't ever highlight people that, that give us money, but um, we are uh, bringing more stuff on and are, there are things in development where we're going to be able to offer more uh, added value content for our supporters. For instance, um, if you do a $5 a month subscription on Substack, you will have access to a series of articles that Aaron Dotson is writing that is for our premium subscribers. So anyway. Uh, I'm going to take this down, but it's near churches at gmail.com. Good morning, Danny Mentors. Good to see you. And I'm going to put up the caption for the, uh, hello, Robert ladies. Good to see you. Here's the caption for Christianity now streams on YouTube. I, I think I've got Facebook straightened out or restream has Facebook straightened out or something where the people that were trying to comment on Facebook where I couldn't see their comment. Now I'm able to see your comments, but Regardless of that, I would love for you to subscribe on YouTube. That's Christianity Now Streams. And that's a good segue into the, the podcast, uh, starting small and ending big. Small destinations or small starts, small beginnings and large destinations. I'll get it right in a minute. Um, I, I talk to you a lot about being monetized on YouTube. It's not that I want to make money off you or merchandise you. It's YouTube gets money because of you and me using the platform. I'm streaming on the platform. You're watching my stream on the platform. YouTube makes money off of that. Once the Christianity Now Streams channel is monetized, Christianity Now Streams will just be given a small portion of that. So it's not, in other words, it's not going to change your experience whatsoever. It's just gonna it's just gonna put a little bit of money into the advertising budget of uh, Christianity now. All right. I did not realize how close we were to being monetized. 
in order to be monetized, you have to do 4,000 hours of watch time in any given 12-month period. We currently are only in need of 2,800 more hours. So we're, we're, we're like, we're not too far away. Like we're almost at 50% of the goal. And incidentally, we've only been YouTubing for seven months. So in seven months, we have 2,800 hours of watch time. Okay. I think seven months. I'd have to go back and look at the video. Now I'm scared. I'm lying to you. Anyway. Um, but then you have subscribers. I thought we had to have a thousand subscribers. It's 334. We only have to have 500 subscribers. If we get 334 more subscribers and we, and we round out that watch time, which we're on track to do, we will be eligible for monetization on YouTube. Now, What's that have to do with our podcast today? Small beginnings, large destinations. I looked at some very, 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 very large YouTube channels. And what people don't understand, like take take the podcaster Joe Rogan, right, wrong, or indifferent, moral, immoral, good or bad, whatever. Joe Rogan is the pinnacle of podcasters as far as his audience and stuff is concerned. And so many people think that he was an overnight success. Well, he was an overnight success about 20 or about 15 years in the making as far as podcasting is concerned. Like he had to really work to grow his audience. He started out very, very, very small, but he did not let the size he was in the beginning put a cap or a ceiling as to where he was able to end up. Think about that. How many times do we sit around and and compare ourselves when we start to people that have been doing something for years and years? Like, for instance, there are podcast groups that that are supported by institutions that have large budgets that have a multiplicity of people working for them, that have all kinds of years of experience in the field come together, and you can't compare where you are to where those people have ended up. If you do, you will never feel like you're adequate to the task of of completing the job, and so you'll never, ever start. We've got to start. And that I will tell you what, um, let me go to the article that I, that, that I wrote because there is a, there is a paragraph that I want to, the value of humility and small beginnings. I'm going to read this paragraph and then I'm going to, there's a couple of, um, there's a couple of comments that I want to get to. Scripture speaks volumes about the importance of humility and the significance of small beginnings. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 poses an enlightening question. For who hath despised the day of small things? This inquiry challenges the reader to reconsider the value of modest starts and 
humble origins. The underlying message here is clear. Greatness in the kingdom of God often emerges from the most unassuming of starts, teaching us to value and not overlook our modest beginnings. Never compare yourself now to where somebody else ended up. In fact, that's what got us in trouble in society financially. Uh, You had the people of my generation. I'm I'm 46. You had people that were, well, they're a little bit younger than me, people born in the 80s. They see what their parents had. So these kids are getting to be 25, 30 years old. They get married, and they think they have to have the four-bedroom house on a few acres of land and this, that, and the other, and they don't realize that that's where their parents ended up. That's not where their parents started. You know, my my mom and dad, whenever I left my house, my mom and dad had a four-bedroom house. It's about 2,200 square feet. It's sitting on uh, the hilltop of three acres of land, and it was a nice place. They had three vehicles. My mother had a vehicle. They had an old beater vehicle. And then my dad had a vehicle. Well, that's not where they started. They can tell you stories about how they started. My mom was 15. My dad was 17. My dad was in the military. There were months where they ate rice and beans and beans and rice, and that's not hyperbole. One of their best dishes, which is something that I've come to love, is uh, macaroni noodles with stewed potatoes. I mean, stewed tomatoes. Sorry, stewed potatoes. They probably eat stewed potatoes with it as well. But stewed tomatoes and macaroni noodles. No protein. If they wanted a little bit of fat, they they throw some butter off in there, or she takes some bacon grease and do a dollop of it. Beans and rice, yeah, but man, let me tell you something. The whole world could live on beans. We ought, in fact, forget crickets. If there's an actual meat shortage, beans and rice. Don't eat bugs. Let us never compare ourselves with ourselves. Danny Mentor, it's almost like there's scripture for that. And Scott Beck says, I appreciate not having to put up with commercials on YouTube, unlike other videos. Yeah. Well, so. That is the thing. When the channel's monetized, um, it won't you won't you won't have to watch any commercials on the live streams, but going back, uh, YouTube will throw a commercial in. Um but that's that's just kind of the nature of things. But um like whenever uh we, we have the option of like whenever we upload clips and, and I'm working with somebody that uh, they're going to be able to go in and they're going to be able to chop up some of this long-form content to um, create more content. And um, if the channel's monetized, like on an eight-minute video, uh, the channel owner can opt to, uh, whenever you press play on the video, you see an ad. And then along about the middle of the video, you can you can see an ad. Um, I don't know if I'll go that far. I do not. But... Um, the option will be open to us, uh, but I tell you, I've 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 had YouTube, I've I've had the premium YouTube for so many years because I enjoy being able to uh, start a video on my phone 
and then shut my phone completely down and allow YouTube to run in the background, uh, just like a podcasting platform or something. And so I don't even think about YouTube commercials anymore, sadly. Anyway, uh, yeah, the lazy will always want what they see others enjoying, yet without the efforts or the struggles. That's exactly right. Absolutely. And hey, 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 Alabama. That That's so awesome. Look, um, what, hey, hey, where's your comment? There it is. Um, folks, if you're asking how you can help us, like I, you can only subscribe one time, right? And you can only share the YouTube channel on your social media platform so much before it becomes worthless. However, what you can do is on your desktop or laptop, you can go into your settings and you can change your YouTube to um, automatically play the next video. And then you can go to Christianity Now Streams and you can click on the playlist. And you can do it before you go to bed at night and just turn the volume down. Uh, click on that playlist and let it run and just let that playlist run till morning. Um, and, and YouTube will count that as somebody sitting there watching for long periods of time, the program. Anyway, I'm going to hide that, uh, or hide, get that off the screen and bring back the, but again, it's, that's, that's, that only works so much. We would love to, uh, we would love for you to, um, subscribe and, and interact with the show and share the content. Okay, let me go back here and put Christianity Now streams because we really want to focus on growing with YouTube. But anyway, so back to Zechariah four ten. Let let's go to let's go to the Old Testament here, and I'm going to read Zechariah four ten because there's more than just that phrase. For who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and they shall see the plummet the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord, which run to and fro through the whole earth. Now, I'm not going to get into an exegesis of what's going on here, but Zechariah, along with Haggai, was sent to the children of Israel in order to encourage them to build the temple. They had stopped, and I believe it was, was it 16 years or was it 14 years? Somebody in the comment section, let me know. But basically, the government got them stopped for almost a decade and a half or a decade and a half. And Zerubbabel and Haggai came by the behest of God with the burden of the Lord. It was 16. Thank you, Neil. So they got them stopped for 16 years. And the encouragement was, look, you're looking around and you're seeing the expanse of, of work to do. Who's despised the day of small things? You're looking around, you're no longer seeing the grandeur of Solomon's temple. You're no longer seeing the grandeur of things that once was. And then when you lick your finger and turn left and go back to Haggai, I'm going to give a, 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 a fairly lengthy reading, I guess. It's going to be a few verses. Um. In the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, Now this is Haggai chapter 2, starting in verse 2. Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, 
and to the residue of the people, saying, So here's what you're going to say. Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes, in comparison of it is nothing? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, the Lord saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, saith the Lord. And work, for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. Uh Uh-oh. Y'all need not, don't worry about the glory of the old days. Worry about the glory that can be achieved with God in this day. So if you're just baptized into Christ, you've been raised again to walk in newness of life, and, and you want to be a worker in the kingdom. And I'm going to speak a little bit from a man's perspective because I'm a man. Let's say that you see that gospel preacher that preaches every week. Let's say that you see that good elder in the Lord's church who teaches Bible class every week. Don't look at them and the years of work that they've put into what they're doing and think, well, where I am, I can never bridge that gap. So there's no use in trying. Is the Lord with you or not? Do you have the ability to learn or not? Start small. Go to those people and say, hey, I want to I meet with you once a week to talk about the Bible. I want to learn what you're learning. I want to learn how to do what you're doing. And then start small. And then next thing you know, they'll pull you up and they'll be like, hey, well, we want to get you used to being in front of the audience. Are you, are you scared of crowds? Yeah, I'm pretty scared of crowds. I don't like, I don't like standing in front of crowds. Well, we're going to get you used to that. Here is a script, and you you fill that in as far as the announcements go. And then Sunday for the month of March, we're going to use you for announcements. And all you got to do is stand. You don't even have to raise your head up. You can just read the announcements. You read it right off the script. Yes, hello. We'd like to welcome every one of you to the such and such Church of Christ. My name is, insert name here, and then you just read the script for the announcements, and then you get comfortable, and then the next thing you know, once you're comfortable, you can begin leading prayer, you can begin waiting on the table, you can be presiding over the Lord's Supper table, you can help pass out the collection, and then somebody might say, you know what? The preacher's going to be out this this Wednesday uh, doing a, a summer series. I'm going to teach the class. So this is one of the elders talking to you. I'm going to teach the class. We want you to give the invitation. It's just between, you know, it just doesn't have to be any more than five minutes. Just give somebody a little message from the Bible and call them to call them to obey the gospel. Now, how long does it take to go from zero to delivering the invitation on a Wednesday night? Six months, a year, two years, five years? You know how, you know, if you never start, you know exactly how long it'll be. It'll never happen. Hello, Connie Barden. Good to see you. Neil Abbott, this, uh, this less glorious temple ended up being more glorious 
because it was where Jesus ministered in Neil Abbott. That is exactly the point in Haggai 2. That's the point he's telling them. Look, you're comparing the pinnacle of glory that the old temple achieved to what the new temple is now. But you've got to compare apples to apples. You've got to compare the pinnacle of glory of Solomon's temple to the pinnacle of glory of the new temple. And you people right now don't even know what that pinnacle of glory is, but this new temple will achieve so much more glory. Let's keep reading. Verse 4, Yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, saith the Lord, and work, for I am with you. I think we've already read that, but I think it's worth reading again. Saith the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I have covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear not. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once is a little while, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Folks, the message is clear. The glory that these people could have achieved with God, the pinnacle of glory, is far greater than the pinnacle of glory of the former temple. You never know, but where you start, the pinnacle of the glory that you achieve may be so much greater than the pinnacle of glory that the people around you achieve. You don't know, but whether or not you might be the next great thing. Not that you should strive to be that. I think you should strive to be great in and of yourself and let other people heap those accolades on you. That's Proverbs 27. Boast not of what you're doing and boast not of tomorrow. Your eyes may never see the wonders which your feet do not carry you to see. Let us never plant our feet in fear. If the people had not have finished the temple, then you know for a fact that that temple would not have achieved anywhere close to the same level of glory that the temple of Solomon achieved. Whenever it comes to planting and harvest, ask a farmer. You're risking every time you plant seed. But you know for a fact what the yield will be if you never plant the seed. So you're looking at this seed that you're going to plant so many acres with. It's, it's such a small thing. You know the glory that that will attain if you just leave it in the barn and don't plant it. You are guaranteed your return. But who wants it? Because in reality, it's no return at all. You've got to start.
and the beginning is always small. And quite frankly, everybody laughs at you and calls you crazy until you succeed, and then they call you a genius. I've got a I got a plaque sitting around here. So yeah, it's right behind me. You can't see it, but it's a little thing that's supposed to go on your desk, and it says, "Excuse me while I succeed." Basically, hush up, don't bother me. I'm I'm busy. It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare. Nobody expected the tortoise to win. The tortoise wasn't flashy. The tortoise didn't have a bright, shiny racing stripe that we know of. The tortoise was just, we got to start and we got to keep up. Slow and steady wins the race. Folks, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. The one talent man never started. That's it. Yes, indeed. The only seed that will not yield is the one that's not that's left unplanted. You got that right. Yeah, that old one talent man. Think about it. That one talent man, he had the same amount of potential as the other two. In fact, all three of their potential was unlimited. Because what if that one talent man would have been would have taken his one talent and would have made an even better investment than the other two? He could have multiplied his one talent by a hundred. But we don't know because he never tried. He never started. So we don't know how large his destination could have been. We are not called to be harvesters. We're called to be seed planters. Got to plant. That's it. That's it. You got to plant. All right. Yeah. So, folks, I think, yeah, I think that'll do us. We've got to start. And I think about Christianity Now brand and and what, listen, for what Aaron and I have done and for what we do and and the last, you know, you, you might, people might be, tempted to but well tony y'all are just not growing yeah no man i'm looking at the analytics we have never not grown since we started the brand it's it's not scaling at an exponential rate but i don't want it to scale at an exponential rate because well i say that i would be scared if it scaled at an exponential rate because i would be scared that i wouldn't be that you wouldn't be able to keep up that momentum and and it would be the difference between uh, a joint, or, or it would be the difference between a muscle being injured and swelling because it's injured versus a muscle being worked out and growing because it's because it's being worked out. One is healthy growth. Like if I'm if I'm curling weights and my biceps are growing, that's healthy growth. Because it's it's sustainable and it's spread out over time, it's slow. But if I if I got an injury, my bicep would swell up because it would be, you know, it would have fluid and stuff like that, and that's indicative of a problem. So the way the way Christianity is right now is right now, if it just had a ninety degree upturn in in the analytics, I would be like, well, what's going on and and what have we done? 
And, you know, can we sustain that? Is that going to hurt us in the long run? Because it very well could. But I look at Christianity now, what it was in the beginning, and how small it was. It was just me and Aaron. We had a Facebook page with zero likes and followers, uh, all this, that, and the other. And we, we were getting just a few people every week in the live stream. And now, uh, the Christianity Now episodes with me and Aaron, I see on the analytics, I mean, we're we're averaging 25 to 30 people per live stream episode. And that's a far cry from where we started. And if we keep that same momentum up, well, this time next year, we'll have 100, 60 or 70 anyway. And that's that's... That's that's because of a, several different factors, you know. I mean, but we really appreciate you all. You know, if it weren't for you sharing the content, liking the content, commenting on the content, it wouldn't grow. That's it. Yeah, you can't put too much stock in numbers. Joel Osteen packed sixteen thousand people into an arena to spread his false doctrine. That's it. Yeah, you got to be careful with numbers. You know, there's um I know I know a little old town in Arkansas where the congregation of the Lord's people around 30 or 40 folks and then there's a Baptist church right down the road and if I'm remembering correctly they average about 200 folks. Well, according to worldly wisdom, which one's the place to be? According to the wisdom that is from above, which is first pure, then it's peaceable. Where, where's the where's the place to be? Well, folks, I don't think it hurts to have a short podcast. I think I've said everything I want to say. I hope that I have, uh, through my words, edified you and encouraged you to start. And I'm I'm not joking. I, I don't consider if if you wanted to start a podcast or a live stream. I wouldn't consider us being in competition whatsoever. I will help you in any way that I can. I can I can help you find the right stuff to purchase. I can help you save money in your budget. I can I can really save you a lot of headache and heartache because I've been doing this long enough and I've done the wrong stuff long enough that I can weed out a bunch of stuff. Uh, thank you so much, Danny Mentor. I really appreciate you. Um, so. Yeah, he does not spread any truth to his at his gatherings. Well, all right, I'm I'm saying this tongue in cheek, Danny. He does spread some truth at his gatherings. Every once in a while, he will he'll pick up his Bible and he says, "I am what this Bible says that I am." And oh boy, you got that right, buddy. One guy I follow says, "Monetize your shenanigans." People will watch you walk in the woods every day, even if you don't say anything. Just start. There, there is some truth to that. Yes, um, there is some truth to that. The um, the world will let you know whether or not you're worth watching. Not everybody can start a vlog where they're walking in the woods. Uh, there's got to be some kind of added value. Like there's a, there's a guy. Uh, that raises these blue bay shepherds. Um, I can't remember. He's 508 or 801st or I can't remember. Hold on. 
I'll tell you here. Let me get to YouTube. I'll find him. Uh, I'm surprised he wouldn't come up. All right. Let me let me do Blue Bay. Danny Mentor. I'll, I'll do it in a private message. I'll I'll I'll, I'll link the channel. But if you, uh, but I think we have enough. Um, we I think we have enough clout now that if you type in um, Christianity Now on the YouTube search engine, it'll bring you to the channel. But I'll send you a link. Uh, so this fella, uh, he he raises these uh, lichen shepherds, and they're they have blue bay shepherd in their bloodline. Anyway. Evidently, there's a difference between a lichen shepherd and a blue bay shepherd. So I, but anyway, it doesn't matter. This dude has the first 508th Airborne, and he's retired first 508th Airborne, and he just he fee, he films videos of his dogs, feeds videos of his uh, dogs eating, and he films videos of his of taking his dogs on walks through the woods. But it's not just in the like it, it, it's not like there's actual added value it's not scattered it's not in other words you you know what his videos about and all that stuff you know facebook doesn't alert me will youtube alert me Ugh. the problem is if i say yes youtube will make me a liar youtube is supposed to alert you it's, but facebook's supposed to alert you as well so Danny, I just don't know the answer to that. You do have a better chance from YouTube if you go to the go to the YouTube channel and uh, subscribe and then hit the notification bell. Should. Should is not is. So remember, YouTube nor Facebook play fairly all the time. Um, in fact, I think, I think what I can do for everybody is I can go and I can just go to the channel. Yeah, I can do this. Copy. And I think I can put this in the chat. All right. There you go. There, You should be able to click on that link and get to the YouTube channel. I just put it in the chat. Um. Oh, Maslow. Yeah, he Maslow. Where are you at, buddy? Come here. We're about to get off. Come here and say hi. What's up? Are we sleeping? Maslow is sleeping. Maslow don't know what he's no. no he he he's not usually allowed to jump up on me. Yeah. All right. So, yep, we'll see you, Maslow. All right, guys, that's all I've got for us today. Remember, get started. Get started. And, uh, oh, wait a second. Let, let's, we're going to end with the reading of the lyrics to my favorite song. In the harvest field now ripened, there's a work for all to do. Hark, the master's voice is calling to the harvest calling you. Does the place you're called to labor seem so small and little known? Well, it is great if God is in it, and he will not forsake his own. Little is much when God is in it, 
Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. And when the conflict here is ended and our race on earth is won, or I should say, and our race on earth is run, he will say, if you've been faithful, welcome home, my child. Well done. For little is much when God is in it, labor not for wealth or fame, and there's a crown, and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. Folks, I'll leave you with that. God bless you. Remember all the stuff I said. Support us monetarily. The links are that in the show notes. Subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, Danny Mentor, Scott Beck, John Exum, and, 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 and Hey Hey, and Terry Crooks, Connie Barden, Neil Abbott. I'm going to stop naming names because I've done messed up. God bless you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.